Hey modelers, welcome to the Model Geek Scale Modeling Podcast. Here we'll be discussing just about anything and everything as it relates to the world of scale modeling. Before we start, I would like to take a second and thank the sponsors for the Model Geeks Podcast, Detail and Scale, Furball Aero Design, and Sprue Brothers, as well as the listeners that donate to make this podcast possible. Now buckle up and ride along as we journey into the world of scale modeling. We really hope that you'll download and make us a part of your modeling mid-sessions. Now, here are the geeks, Darren Cook, Scott Samo, Andrew Frill, and Andrew White. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the Model Geeks podcast. This is Whitey trying to get the show started. I got the seat today. I got D-Ran backing me up. I got Nemo over here and I got real drinking white Russians and <laughs> being annoying. Got a beverage here, man. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Good. Doing Feeling right. good. Well, this afternoon or this evening, Wednesday yeah. evening recording session. Feeling 100%, man. Yeah, man. Finally tested negative for the old COVID. Good for so, you. I am happy. Although Allison, she's a couple of days behind me. So, although all she right. tested negative too, but we're all so we're all we're all happy to be, you know, back to normal. It's all good. Good deal. Good deal. Darren, welcome back. How was your trip? It was. Uh... It's good, man. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I was watching what you guys were doing from afar. Using licensed music now. Yeah. I know. Now we're going to get sued. (laughs) No, it's good, man. It's good to be back. I was watching you guys uh, do all your stuff from afar, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I was missing it. But great job, man. Y'all had Tim on. He did good. Oh, yeah. Uh, You called in and did our Patreon plug, so it came out really good. Yeah, I did. Called in from all the way over there. Yeah. Yeah, Tim did a great job. So thanks again, Tim. Um, welcome back anytime. I really appreciate him sitting in. It was, uh, it sounded really good. I was, uh, listening to it this weekend a little bit yesterday. Long episode guys. It was, (laughs) it was, but it's great. Good stuff. Oh, Dave too. Dave did a good job sitting in with us. Um, so work, travel, life. In the meantime, anyone get any modeling done this week or these past two weeks? Oh man. Yeah. How are you, Darren? Probably not much on your end, so you'll be yeah. quick. Yeah, not not really, because I'm trying to get over the old uh, jet lag, you know, issues. And oh, geez, dude, come completely... on, How long does jet lag jet lag last. Well, let me finish there, Poncho. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm fully recovered, so you know, sleeping like a baby now, and ready to get back into the uh, back to the model bench and get some stuff done. I wouldn't have been able to sit down here. I've been doing uh, bolter bolter off the damn table. Yeah. Uh, trying to get stuff done so what, what is on the bench though what you um what are you in work on right now oh some work well the super mainly i know you have a lot of yeah. shelf of doom on you know, well, subjects aren't you there, working but... on some little crap ass one four one forty four scale thing well I, the, the challenge there was a, a challenge thrown over at frildo's house uh yeah the day before yesterday about trying to to build something that uh do it I could put in the show this weekend and do it in like three days. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say what that is because it may not make it, but uh, yeah, it's a little bitty, uh, itty bitty little yeah. specimen of an airplane. Good luck with that thing. 
kids. <laughs> they are cool little kids, though. I will say they are kind of cool when they're done. And my goal was to have like a whole bunch of super hornets and show them all in flight. And I just like a lot of other things just fizzled out. Yeah. I see for this point there there is something cool about the little things, but it's just not me. <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time. You know, the, the panel lines are really thick. Uh, it doesn't, it looks a little out of scale. Uh, try parts don't line real well and then you go stand and stuff the canopies are real fragile it's just no if i'm gonna build a 144 scale you know single engine fighter give me a couple of those uh those sweet world war ii you know they did like a hurricane zero i believe yeah god those got tiny tiny though man jeez louise but those look nice they're not all gainly looking like some of the ones that are out there from uh (laughs) From the eighties and stuff, you know, like yeah. you say, with the giant panel lines and yeah. you know a clear canopy well, that looks like chewed bubble gum. <laughs> yeah, well, the, so that's that's the challenge part, and I think that's the part that I'm having the most fun with, with is trying to make it presentable. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Uh, the parts are few for sure, but trying to get all the uh, you know all the little details to talk look about like fiddly candy. bits. Yeah, on a one yeah. one forty four scale. Yeah. Jeez, oh Pete, man. I can barely deal with the fiddly bits on 48 scale or 32nd. I don't know how you could deal with on yeah. that such a small scale, you know? I can say that if it's not Bandai, I'm probably never doing another one. This is the yeah. last one I'm ever going to do. A one yeah. and only. One Good and done. on you for trying. You yeah. Know? One and done. But yeah. anyhow, uh, I got a lot of other stuff uh, on the bench, uh, as you know, three main ones, um, which is the Super Tecano, the Hobby Boss Super Tecano. Um, I got me some FCM stickers uh, for that thing. I'm going to do the Burkina Faso. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, livery. yeah. You know, that green and sky blue and uh, yeah, camo. Yeah, cool. Really cool looking. Different for sure. So Yeah, it'll stand out uh, oh, yeah. for sure. Um, that The F86D, uh, the Monogram Pro Modeler, uh, really is almost ready for paint. I'm just cleaning up some seams and that's it. And I was fortunate while I was over in, uh, in Seoul and, you know, I'll talk more about things I got later, but this one kit, I found an Academy boxing of that kit and it has the rock air force markings in it, which I really wanted to do in the first place, but I can't, I hard time finding those decals in the secondary market. So the kit was like 21 bucks. Sweet. That's free. Pretty much. It's amazing when you look at the markup and how much they charge here in the States when the kit gets here in the States. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So I'm able to switch out the boxing and use the uh, decals. I still got another brand new pro modeler box over there. So that's, that's perfect. And then, uh, and then the last thing I've been toying with is the Academy M36 for the, uh, triple P's Sherman group build, you know, toying around with that. So just fiddling here and there, you know, having a little fun. Good. That's that's it for me. That's what it's all about. Yeah, Scott, man. how about you? What did you work on, man? So, um, yeah, still uh, cracking away at the SU-27. So as soon as I finished the, the March Madness build, which I missed the deadline, oh, well. Uh, but I did get the A4 done. So I knocked out, you know, a couple group type builds all at once. So um, hopefully I'll be able to take the A4 to, uh, to Nats. But right now really making great progress on the su-27 i've posted a whole bunch of pictures up i think there have been a lot of folks that have have uh have seen it um with the exhaust and whatnot so cracking through on that and 
lots of comments asking about the whole um, metalizer technique that we've talked about here before. And, and, you know, Darren, he put up a video uh, on Facebook that kind of explains it, you know, in great detail, but I can't overemphasize enough. This really is not hard. It's really simple. You just use, you, you make a, the base coat is to me a flat black acrylic paint. I think it's, what is it? X, XF one or XF two, whatever the XF1, black is. Yeah. XF one. And then you use model master chrome silver as a dry brush, but really, really dry, like barely any paint on the brush. And it, that's it. That's it. That's all you have to do is spray it black and then dry brush it silver. And it's unreal. The, the results that you're going to get. If you start varying, well, I don't have this paint here and I don't have that. I can't guarantee you're going to get the results. So, um, again, you ever have questions on it, just hit us up and we're happy to show it. But the video, Darren's video, he explains it and shows it. So it's, it's pretty simple, but, and then I got a lot of, I got some questions on how I did the metal sections on the back of the SU 27. It's a long list of, you know, layering and steps, but the bottom line is I used MRP metallic paints. So I started off with their silver and then I used some titanium and duraluminum, just shading different panels. And uh, then I used Tamiya uh, flat black again is just to kind of weather and beat stuff up. And then before I finished it, I just and took the, the tape off. I, I did like a, I don't know, like a blend coat, a very, very thin layer of duraluminum over the flat black. And then I took a soft t-shirt and I polished it. And that's what kind of gives it that kind of weird metal look. So really happy with how it turned out. So, and a lot of the fiddly bits, most of them are all painted canopies are, or they fit really well. Everything fits actually pretty decent from now on. I finally got the landing gear done or at least, you know, ready to be mounted. But, um, yeah, hopefully I can finish that one up here in the next couple of weeks. Hey Scott, you, yeah. Did you uh, use used inks on that exhaust? Did you use any of the inks to uh, yep. color? Uh, yep, to I color sure the did. Heat, heat areas? I did. I did. I just used a. It's an old batch of. Um, the company is called. I'm going to probably mispronounce this. It's it's K O H. So Coenor, Coenor maybe. It's just transplant blue ink. That's what I used, and it wipes off with a Q-tip and some spit. So that's what you use that as a wash. Then I did. Yeah. Okay. And what I did on a couple of panels, I, I used the ink, let it dry. And then I went back with the Chrome silver and dry brushed on top of it. And man, it just made it, it, it just makes it look not just ink. It makes it look like it's part of the metal piece. Yeah. So it, um, you know, cause again, when you're using enamels, and acrylic, they're not going to attack each other, so they're not going to try to mix it. it they, they, that's what. That's why the technique works. If you use lacquer and acrylic, they're going to mix. You use lacquer and lacquer, they're really going to mix. Or acrylic and acrylic, they're now it'll work. I mean, you can still get an effect. It just doesn't look as the the detail's not as crisp. That's the whole. That's the whole idea. And Darren's video, he he kind of explains it a little bit. And he's he's tried it. He used I think you used like what was it, Mister um, Mister Surface Primer or whatever. The, yeah, Mister Surfacer fifteen hundred in and, black. And then you used whatever silver uh, lacquer paint or whatever you had. Yeah, and they kind of blended a little, kind of go, gooped up a little bit. Yeah, just yeah, it 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 made a metallic finish, but it was real splotchy. It yeah, didn't, it, you know it's yeah. uh, yeah. you know it's just it, it's not the same. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So 
my my advice to folks is just try it. It's really simple and it's it's just hard to screw up. So anyway, I'm cracking through on the SU27. Pretty happy how it's going so far. And uh, and then once I'm done with that, I'll move into the EA6A because it's it's in the paint bar and I've got white. The white underside is all done. I just need to paint, start painting the gray, and then putting everything together. But that's what's on my bench, man. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up some MRP medals after seeing that. That looks really good. It. I, I'm normally you guys know me, right? I'm a gunsy uh, freak. So even beyond like fan, I'm just I just I'm obsessed with especially with aqueous. But when it comes to metal look and and how to make it look smooth and metallic-y, that MRP paint is the best I've ever used. It's even better than some of the gunsy super metallics, which I love or all, all clad. But I think the key is, I don't know if you noticed, but when I painted the metal part of the back of the SU-27, I did it straight on bare plastic. I didn't, yeah. there was okay. no primer or anything. And that's what gives it that like wet, super smooth look. So that's, hmm. that's the way Mark taught me how to do it was when you're painting metallic stuff, you got to either polish it and make sure it's super smooth or just hit, just go straight bare plastic. That's, that's the way to go. Yeah, I can see where a primer would cause difficulties there. Yep. Unless you're looking for that really rough um Yeah, again, it depends you know, on corrosion. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Frildo. Well Been doing any modeling? Yeah, dude. I uh finished up the wash on the MiG twenty three, so now it's on to decals. So I'll get around to putting some decals on it and all the gear, gear doors, the weapons pylons are all done, weathered. They just have to be uh, deckled and then just do the seat and the weapons and it'll be done. And then once it's done, I'll go back and do some post shading here and there and it will be done. Cool. All right. You going to make it this weekend? Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Like if you would have asked me, if you would have asked me that like 15 years ago, I'd have been like, Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be done. If I would (laughs) have asked you that before that third white Russian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you can do it, man. Just like stay up all night, you know, like uh, in the young days. In my experience with myself, and I know myself, that's when things happen and things get screwed up. And then, yeah. So look at, look at Frildo. He's growing up. All right. You know, I just, uh, after my, well, if I would have got some more time last week, I think it would have been closer, but. Yeah, I'm not going to make it this for the uh, Fairfax show. That's yeah. all good, man. So, folks, we're, we're recording on the 13th here of April, and uh, this weekend uh, is the Fairfax uh, show on the 16th. So, when this thing drops next week, it'll be we'll be past that, of course. And um, next episode, we'll give you a show report on that on that uh, sh- contest and show. It's always a good one. So, um, let's the, see. Uh, I'm, oh, go ahead, man. Oh, sorry. The, uh, the MiG-23 that I'm doing is a uh, Afghan war veteran from when Russia played their games with the, with uh, Afghanistan. So it's one of those uh, MiG-23 units that was in Kandahar during that time. So Nice. All right. Lessons. Lessons hard learned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys. And then lessons we, not learned. I was going to say, yeah, and then we turned around and um, made the same mistakes they did. Uh, some shots. Yeah. All right, um, 
I'm in work on my March Madness build still. <laughs> I think I'll, I think I'm gonna get it done for, for this uh, weekend's Fairfax show though. That's the uh, the H1F Cobra. Um, I finished up decals on it last night, and I dirtied it up with some weathering and post shading. Um, probably ready to toss a flat coat on it and uh, buckle up the fiddly bits and, and get this thing completed. So um, yeah, it looks like I'll have that ready for the show on saturday cool man yeah and i was going to do the uh you know i want to do a desert storm one so i was going to do sand shark because those decals were available and then but those decals everyone's kind of done those and when i was looking at the sheet that bill had given me it was um there was another option on there that i went with anyway because it just sounded funny it was um and it, it there's no fancy markings on it whoever you know that's Trigger and Boom is Excellent Adventure is the nose art. <laughs> and it's uh, literally just like looks like someone took a Sharpie mark and wrote that on the side of the air. On, it's on the cool side of the though, halo. man. You know, it's just different. And know? that's what, cool. you know, and I found a, a photo of it and it's really gross and dirty looking. So I was just like, oh, man, I'm doing that one. Forget Sandshark. You know, Sandshark's been done to death. Um, yeah. So that's what I, I rolled with, with was that one. Uh, and, you know, I, I got a grubby looking. So I'm, I'm happy with how it's how it's coming along. And um like I said, should be done. Um, should have been done <laughs> for March Madness, but didn't happen. Hey, you know, better late than that. I mean, you yeah. know, I finished mine, the A4, like, I don't know, two or three days after. And, you know, I mean, hey, I got an, a- I got an A4 that I wanted to build forever sitting in the case. So all good, man. You Amen. Know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So so geeking out on some research on that Hilo, when I decided to do that one, I, um, of course, I, I went to go look for the serial number that they give you on the on the sheet and it's a totally different airplane uh, uh helicopter and so went to the photo and you know so bottom line is Ravel screwed up the serial numbers on the tail of this thing it's supposed to be six seven one five six eight three and they have like one five six eight eight or something like that so um so doing doing a little research on it i, I it's uh, it was hard to find any more photos than the one that i had and then finding any real history on it i i bet um floyd probably has some gouge on he probably flew with these guys uh triggering boomer <laughs> so uh, but i think it's uh, from what i could find it looked like it served um definitely out of saudi arabia during the gulf war and i yeah. think with the second armored cav regiment um but it currently resides in front of the amvets post out in sydney ohio uh post 1986 so if you're in the area there it is sitting there clicking bird poop <laughs> need, to, need to google earth that and see what uh see what it's uh yeah well like. there's, there is some photos of it yeah. of it sitting out in front of um of the amvets post but as far as finding it you know in country photos it was it was just the one yeah. on uh you know this one site that i go to uh you know this this past year when i was digging around desert storm subject uh matter um there's a guy who does a uh, a page um, and it's just all desert storm subjects and it's really uh i mean from not just us it's all all the nations involved and uh so if you ever want photos of uh, um you know i'm just digging it up real quick if you it's dstorm.eu uh, www.dstorm.eu and it'll take you to his page and he's just i mean he's got like oh looking at his page right now he's saying he's got uh more than 8,955 photos. So God all dang. of, again, 
that's where I got most of my photos for when I did uh, the Harrier and uh, also the um, F-117. Yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, if you're we a Desert to, Storm nerd, that's where to go. We need to link that on the uh, in the show notes and on the uh, Facebook page. That's a great reference. Okay, yeah. Resource. I yeah, will. I'll, cool. uh, I'll, I'll toss it up there. So, uh, so the pictures of it sitting out in front of Ambets, is it still painted up in the Desert Storm colors? Or yeah, they, they have it painted up tan, uh, but not with the nose art. Uh, ah, I gotcha. You know, Bo- Boomer and Trigger got their, their names taken <laughs> right off, unfortunately. Uh, you know, like anything else, why, why, you know, leave it alone. But yeah. I imagine the thing probably came back stateside, went through a depot. I believe it flew with a, with a, a guard unit uh, through the uh, mid-90s until uh-huh. the uh, uh, the F models were uh, decommissioned. Uh, I, I don't have an exact uh, date on, on that stuff. I'm not up on that, but uh, not not long after Desert Storm, those things went away. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, so that's what we all in, are in work on after these over these last two weeks. That was cool. Everyone's ke- keeping busy at the bench, and uh, and that's what it's all about. Um, hey, let's take a quick break from the discussion and have a word from our from one of our sponsors, Detail and Scale. Hey there, Model Geeks. Rock Rosak of Detail and Scale here talking about our book, Jet Fighters of the U.S. Navy and Marine Corps, Part 1, The First 10 Years, by Bert Kinsey and illustrated by yours truly. This profusely illustrated book covers every Navy and Marine jet fighter that made its first flight from 1945 through 1954, encompassing every design that reached the flying prototype stage during this critical period when technology evolved at a dizzying pace. In all, the book covers 16 different aircraft with 220 photographs and 16 full-color profiles. The wide range of aircraft that are covered include well-known designs like the McDonnell F-2H Banshee and the Grumman F-9F Panther, the North American FJ Fury and the Douglas F-4D Skyray, all the way to the more obscure types like the Vought F-6U Pirate and the consolidated XF-2Y Sea Dart. Also included is a fascinating look at how American aircraft carriers evolved and were upgraded to meet the challenges presented by these new technologies and increasing performance. This includes modification programs to the Essex-class carriers that were operational during World War II, upgrades to the three Midway-class carriers, which became operational shortly after the war, and the introduction of the first of the supercarriers in the Forrestal class. The printed edition sells for $21.99, and the digital editions are $14.99. All Detail and Scale books are available in print-on-demand as well as digital editions in both Apple Book and Amazon Kindle formats. You can get more information See sample pages and get ordering links for our books at our website, www.detailandscale.com. And while you're there, check out our dozens of aircraft photo sets and the many scale modeling product reviews you'll find. That's www.detailandscale.com. And now, back to the Model Geeks podcast. All right. Thanks. Thanks again, Rock, for that. All right, geek news. Um, wh- well, one of the things that's uh, in in good news as far as uh, modeling uh, community goes, did, we're seeing a lot of the Ukrainian companies uh, are going back to work. Uh, yes, sir. You know, I, I don't know re- regionally what's going on 
exactly in all these parts of the, of the of their country and where these where these guys are located. It seems most of the fighting is now centered toward the eastern part of the country, which that's good. Uh, but you know, Res Kit, Daughter Wings, Master Box—they're all uh, going going back in, uh, which is great to hear. Uh, in fact, Master Box has three sets, uh, figure sets out now of Ukrainian um, soldiers. Uh, you know, current. Uh, in, in, That's awesome. You know, in conflict, and we'll cover that in some of the new uh, new kits on the streets later on. I got to tell you, man, my hat's off to those guys. Like Reskit, they're out of Kiev, aren't they? Got it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. And I've seen the pictures coming out of that place, and, and the fact that they've got back in there and started business back up, I mean, my, my hat's off. That's that's awesome. Amen. Yeah. I mean, know, really. Like, uh, and our he, buddy Justin got his, he's going to get his cockpit, so. Oh, his F F one eleven stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the ones that I guess I guess it never made it out before the the whole yeah. thing started over there. Yeah, I mean those guys are back up though. Not just not just producing stuff and not just sh- in shipping stuff, but they're online. They're answering emails. They're, yeah. they've got a presence back on Facebook, and I mean I just applaud the hell out of that. That's just awesome. Yeah, amen, and and all the best to those guys. Uh, all the best in the entire country over there. Uh, let's see our A4 group build update. Um, looked at it just before coming online here. Uh, 164 members currently. Uh, I just approved two this afternoon. Um, that's quite. A, that's quite a that's crazy man. That's a, yeah. And Scott, you finished yours. I so, did. Yeah. You know, as you mentioned in in, in the uh, in what's on your bench, you know, Scott. So uh, you know, good on you. I mean, you're the first of us <laughs> to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine um, if a third of the people. Oh, bring I know, their man. Skyhawks to uh, to that'd the that'd be Nets. awesome. No, that'd, that'd be great. They're going to need like now, six tables. There are some overseas <laughs> guys that uh, I'm not sure. You know, unless they want to ship them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Too bad uh, we could. You know what? I have one of those uh, electronic photo frame things. You know that will cycle through pictures. Yeah, and maybe if we had, if we could figure out a way to get electrical power, we can take everybody's pictures, and the ones who did not make it able to send it to us to go to Nats, we can display them on that, and they can cycle through. Yep. Just that. Uh, you know what? We get the pictures. I got the electrical power. All right. Yep. There you go. Boom. Let's make it happen. Yep. So you get your Skyhawks done. Send us pictures, and we'll we'll show them up there at the Nats. All right. Yeah. So it's good to see the A four group build stroking right along. People are in work. I still haven't picked out a subject for myself yet, although I've um, knocked around a couple of ideas. And um, the Argentine Falklands War uh, subjects are probably at the top of my list right now. Some of them A4Cs and A4Bs that they had. Mm-hmm. So you haven't started. Frodo, you haven't I have started. an idea what I want to do, though. It's going to be a two-seater, and it's going to be the classic airframes kit. Oh, damn so. it, man. I'm doing a two-seater. Tick, 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 guys. Jeez, oh, Pete, man. We are not, we are not leading by example. Scott is leading by example. We are. Well, I just came off the A4M. I finished the A4M and all of a sudden, hey, we're doing an A4 group build. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, I just. We did the A4. When did the A4 March, uh, not March Madness, the A4 group build start, Darren? Like a year ago? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. The the whole, whoa, I just came off of the. No, man, you've known for like a year. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you just do that A4? You toss that one in it. Man. Toss that one in. Uh, why? I don't, know. I don't know. Does it meet the criteria? It does. Okay, then. It's an A4. All right. I'm going to throw Lady Jesse in, but I'm going to do another TA4J. 
That'd be cool. I want to do a trainer one. I bet if you go and you try to look and find it has to be built during this time period, it doesn't exist. It's just, it's an A4 group build. So having it done by the Nats is the only yeah, it's the only thing. It has to be done by Nats, which yours is done by Nats. So yeah. boom. There you go. Done. You're all good. Done. Or you can do done. a new one. I may do another. We'll see. When the yeah, 23 is done. I'm going to do a new one. I got that He's Sherman I need to get on too, though. God, no. Jesus Christ. All, all right. We're talking old. a full though. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Back to a real man subject. <laughs> Airplanes. <laughs> Aircraft. There's some nice ones out there that have been completed so far, though. Uh, Callan Gibson, uh, a.k.a. the ham-fisted modeler. On Facebook, he's got his own page there, and uh, he's contributed with a uh, really nice A4C. Um, it's the 40th anniversary of that war, so there's probably going to be a lot of subjects that you know coming, show, you know, showing the light of day here. I I want to say one of the British uh, pages has a big thing going on with it, of course. Also, uh, R- Richard Van Zant, he's got a really nice A4K done up in uh, Kiwi Kiwi markings in that dark green scheme. It uh, looks really cool. Um, all right, so that'll cover the A4 group build update right there, folks. Uh, again, thanks for everyone contributing to that. It's going to be a heck of a display, I believe. Okay, another news, new kits on the streets. Um, haven't really seen much. I've seen, uh, you know, at least what I've come across is uh, ICM has a group of uh, U.S. Army Air Force bomber pilots and ground personnel. I'm into figures. I like putting figures with my uh, with my models and uh, lend scale to them and... Um, I like, I like, you know, as long as they're 48 scale, I don't like, I'm not much of a figure painter myself. So I, I'll, uh, stay clear of the, the larger scale stuff, but, uh, he's, they got a box of, like I said, 48 scale World War II Army Air, Army Air Force guys, uh, look pretty sharp. Uh, and mini art again with the Ukrainian stuff, uh, they got a Ukrainian BTR 4E coming out. And as I mentioned earlier, master box with, um, three sets of 135 Ukrainian uh, defensive Maripol figure set and defensive Kharkiv figure set. Um, and there's a third set as well. Um, again, hats off to those guys. Barracuda Studios. Uh, Scott, I mentioned this to you about their A4 Skyhawk con- conversion that they coming yeah, out. In, I, in I haven't seen, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll, I'll definitely pick up probably a couple well, of those. Jump on their yep. Facebook page. Uh, Roy put up a, um, a photo today of the uh, CAD drawing of the a4K instrument panel, and it is it is pretty sharp looking. And you got to imagine in that scale, it's going to look really really cool. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, check out the three uh, day drawing of it right now. is is just looks fantastic. Cool. Um, some other new stuff out there. These um, Jeff Hearn, who I ran into down at the Amps uh, this past weekend. We'll talk about that further on a show report here. Um, but he's got his uh, you know Jeff Hearn of Scale Colors, you know, known for ship paints. Um, but he's also, he's jumping into the 3d track printing game. And I'll tell you what, I was checking him out at his table down there at the amp show and they're pretty fantastic. Uh, Darren, he had a set for the, uh, new Tamiya Hellcat. And I mean, these things were tight around the wheels and, but you could, you could roll them. I mean, they were really, really nicely done. If I hadn't already blew the money on a Sherman set. He had a set of Sherman ones there as well, but um, I already I had already dropped money on a, on a set from somebody else, um, unfortunately, because I would have, you know, I, I definitely would have pulled the trigger on his, otherwise. But um, yeah, 
check those out, scale colors, 3D printed tracks. You know, you you mentioned a while ago, if we can circle back just real quick to the uh, 32nd scale. Uh, circle, A4. baby. Uh, I think uh, Mike Reeves over Phase Hanger is fixing to come out with some uh, resin. Was it th- for the K as well? Uh, conversions? God, you know what? I think he is also, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's that as well. Um, and I think those were in the 48 scale uh, conversions. Oh, okay, I, I, yeah, yeah. Back and, and double check that, but... Uh, yeah, I know he's working on some uh, some three D printed uh, A four, I believe, is K stuff as well. Okay, how about uh, what'd you buy, Darren? You could cover that probably pretty extensively with your trip over to Seoul. So, if you want to talk yeah. about new kits, stuff we picked up. Well, I mean, I, I, I will. Let, I'll kick that off, but I want to go back real quick to uh, the the news part and and kits mm-hmm. that are being released. I, I, I was looking today and and actually yesterday. Uh, some stuff came out that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, you you talked about the uh, figures, and yep. I noticed uh, today that uh, Ardo Productions uh, they they've come out with a new line of thirty fifth scale uh, figures, German figures uh, that are really really cool. Look, if you look at uh, Modeling News, I think it's ModelingNews dot com or um, the model. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they got some pictures of it up there, and I'll put some on the. Uh, on the uh, Facebook page too, but they're really, really cool looking figures. I'm not a figure guy either, but the detail on these is amazing. There's some photo edge that goes with them too. Uh, Pretty cool looking. So anyway, uh, I will tell you though, uh, as far as a new mold goes and it is switching genres just a little bit, but Salvino's JR and I got to put this out for the car guys out there. They are releasing the uh, chase Elliott 2022 Camaro ZL1. Rick Salvino himself was actually on Facebook the other day, did a live at the factory, and they're pumping these things out now and they're gonna fix they're fixing to start shipping. Brand new gen car and uh really, really cool stuff. Uh they've worked hand in hand with NASCAR on these and they're gonna be really, really cool. Didn't NASCAR have some problems with the next gen car when the season started? Oh well, sure. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that that was the greatest decision in the world, but the kit's going to be cool. <laughs> Someone already got in trouble for like modifying it. No, I'm not sure. Too long ago. Yeah, I'm sure. So Darren, I think that's a good um, bit of info you tossed out there. And it gives me an idea that, you know, each segment, we should have you cover car models, new, new car stuff out there. Darren's garage. D-Ran's garage. D-Ran's garage. Hey man, we got to get some theme music going. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. That's pretty good. I mean, cause yeah, because you're a resident NASCAR guy. Well, it's not Mr. just NASCAR, man. We can do all sorts of stuff, but Mr. absolutely be happy to do it. Prior NASCAR official. I like the cars that look like um, they should have wings on them, like indie stuff. Indy car. Amen, brother. You know, Amen. Some of those funky, like Grand Prix stuff. Oh, man. that's They're fighter jets on wheels. The, the, the F1 stuff. The F1. Yeah, the F1 yeah. stuff. Whoa, man. Yeah. yeah. Tammy makes some nice kits of those things. They, they do. They do. Yeah. Man, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the paint gonna, jobs, was, man. That you yeah, oh, man. And just, you go to an F1 race and you hear, it's just, it's unreal. I've never, it's unreal. It's an air show on wheels, man. Yeah, it it's is. And, but what I love is uh, on the kit side is the fact that you can detail them up. You know, an AN, we said this before, an AN fitting's an AN fitting, right? A quick disconnect, a quick disconnect. 
Yeah, I mean, there's so much aviation technology in these race cars now. And, and when you want to open them up, you want to detail them. They're really doing nothing more than what we're doing on the aircraft side, but yep. they're doing it on four wheels on the Dude, race cars. Did you so. ever? Now, I know Whitey and Frill remember, but that dude's like Harrier jet car thing. Yes. had at the last. Oh, man, that was it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty really cool. cool. Yeah. Injection seats in it and all that. It was yep. cool yep. looking, man. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So anyway, so the Salvinos JR thing, that's a. Uh, that's a, a really cool looking car and uh they've got more they've got license now with nascar so they're going to be producing more as uh, time moves on and uh hats off to salvinos and what they're doing to resurrect those old not only the old monogram kits but the stuff they've done that is original and now in the uh the new uh the new kits in 24 scale i Good mean there's got to be demand for nascar models out there uh, god they'll be sold out in no time yeah. isn't the they'll dirt track race this weekend yeah, Bristol. Yep. Yep. You need to get it's Mopar fun. back in NASCAR. We're going to start a movement, get Mopar <laughs> back in NASCAR. You do that. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, Whitey, that's all I've got. Uh, new stuff. I did want to get that plug out there, though. All right, then. Um, new kits. Anything you picked up? What'd you buy lately? Anything? In the last two weeks. Anyway, like I said, I mean, I know you were on your, on the, your road trip there, so. Yeah, you you hit me up a while ago, and I, I'm sorry, I kind of uh, stirred the pot a little bit and came back to the news. But uh, the shopping over there in Korea was outstanding. It always is. I and, believe it, yeah. You know, and, and I finally got the lay of the land on the subway, and I was able to, you know, for little little to nothing, be able to get all over the damn city there in Seoul and hit some different places. But um, I picked up some kits. I got me uh of course, I mentioned earlier the Academy F-86D and the Rock Air Force markings, which is pretty cool. A re- rebox of uh, that, that that old kit. Um, I got uh, the little itty-bitty 1144 scale uh, EA-6B Prowler. It's a Platts kit. comes with two in the box, but it's uh, made by Dragon. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I get that thrown together, I guess. If I decide to do another itty bitty airplane, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, jury's still out. Uh, I splurged a little bit and picked up an Edward Weekend Edition MiG twenty one BIS. Uh, and the only reason why I did that is because it has some really cool Croatian markings on it, which I've never seen before. So that's going to be a little obscure and a little bit different. Um, but other than that, man, it's tools, tools, tools. Yeah. You like you know, those obscure markings, man. That's cool. I do. I do. Yeah, it's, good. it's different. Uh, but, uh, Scott, I got my Procon boy. There you go. The Platinum. There you go. Yeah, man. 0.3. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, so I haven't broke it out yet, but I can't wait to shoot that thing and see uh, see how she does. Yeah. It, it seems like uh, I bet they had a whole slew of, you know, all uh, the different, those, 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 that, the Mr. Hobby you know, series of airbrushes. They're just, they're fantastic. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This one feels good. It's got a really good weight to it. Feels good in the hand. Um, cool, so man. I'm, you know, I'm waiting to shoot that. It's going to be that cool. That's to use. Yeah. And then I got a lot of other tools. I got some, you know, Finney cutting mats and, you know, and Finney sanding, all that stuff's made in Korea. So cool, man. It's, it's pretty much free. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's it for me anyway. All right. Anyone else buy anything? Well, I can't remember if I mentioned it, but I did pick up a uh, couple kits off of uh, the graveyard, and um, and I finally got my my E eighteen G kit from Ming. So, yep, all right. Those are the only ones I picked up. Um, yeah, that was about it. Oh, I, I forgot about that one. I got the G as well. Got Carlos Danger one too. Yeah. Hey man, where's our freaking the um no, COVID the, the deltas? Yeah, we're, we're gonna pick those up this weekend at Fairfax. Okay, cool, cool man. So yeah, cool. I've, I set up a deal with with uh, Bill to pick them up face to face, kind of save some of that shipping and a drive up to uh you know. Uh, yeah, so yeah, wait a minute, yeah, I paid yeah. you for shipping. Uh, no, you helped with shipping to others, and I'm going to bow out now. No, I'm going no. To mute. No, no, no. That's not how this works. I paid for shipping too. Yeah, exactly. I mean Sounds like sounds like Darren's buying lunch on Saturday. <laughs> yep. Get that where's, two cheeseburger where's, meal. Where's Darren? <laughs> yep. All right, man. Uh so I went to Amps and bought an airplane. That that's my new purchase for There the you week. go. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, Angel from Michael World Games, he was there with uh vending and he had his usual rack of great kits out there for sale. So I saw that F sixteen N by Tamiya sitting there and like, man, I've always wanted to do an early uh what was it, late eighties when they picked up their first batch of F sixteens out there at Miramar. Um so I want to build one like that and that they had like a a lightish gray um, sort of uh, scheme on it. Uh, my issue is trying to find decals for that scheme. Um, nobody does. Everyone wants to do the fancy, mo- the more modern blues and the tans that come along after that. But um, I'm going to do that early one, like I said. Um, so I, I picked up that last, uh, you know, since our last show, and that, that's about it. Outside of the, um, I got my latest model uh, issue of Fine Scale Modeler, and and uh, you know, I, I'll tell you what they. They cut their issues back to six a, a year, something like that, right? Um, yeah. But the, the quality seems to have really jumped up. And this last issue was uh, it, it was mainly focused on dioramas and vignettes and great stuff in there. Uh, if you see it around, pick it up. Frildo, I think I got an extra one for you. Um, yeah, I got well, it. I already gave that to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I okay. grabbed it last week. Yeah, man. So, um, again, yeah, looks really good. Uh, some, some great articles in that one. Um, and... Frodo, what else did you have? The uh, like like you, I want to do one of those early F-16s that they first got in Miramar because when they got them, we were living out there, and I can remember that splinter scheme one with the gray and the green splinter scheme. I want to do one of those, and uh, the guy over at what, AMK Masks or AMP Masks, he's supposed to be updating his file for that scheme. Because I guess what they used was one that was redone in a museum and it wasn't correct. And so he's updating his file to have the correct scheme for that. And so when he gets that out, I think I want to jump on that. Because I just always thought it was cool looking. And, All I, right, man. and I remember seeing that, that actual F-16 out at Miramar. Well, build it up, kid. Put it in the put it on Add your it list. To the list. Yep. Add it to the <laughs> list. <laughs> on your list. <laughs> All right, man. Before we ro- roll into a show report on amps, um, 
let's hear from uh, Inside the Armour Publications. They have a uh, book out that is supporting uh, the refugee situation going on in the Ukraine and other aid organizations that are working in the area. Uh, so take it away, Chris Mattings. Hi, everyone. This is Chris from Inside the Armour Publications. Like many of you, I've been watching the news and have been appalled by the suffering and hardship inflicted on the people of Ukraine as they attempt to flee the war in their country. I decided to reach out to other companies and modelers in the hobby and to see if we couldn't do something to support the charities that are helping these people. The results of this is the book Models for Ukraine. The book features only models manufactured by Ukrainian manufacturers as built by modelers from all over the world who have gladly and freely given their time and work to support this charity effort. The full profits of the book will go directly to humanitarian aid. Our printer have given us an incredible discount at less than cost and all of those involved have given their work for free. The only thing that will be deducted from the price of the book is the transaction fees and a small cost of printing. Everything else will go directly to humanitarian charities to support people in Ukraine. If you'd like more information, please go to www.insidethearmor.com. It will be sold there and in other sources as I talk to them, uh, make arrangements for them to sell the book as well. Please do buy the book or alternatively, please do find a charity such as Red Cross, Disasters Emergency Committee or others to do what you can to support women, children and civilians fleeing this awful war. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Chris, for that important announcement, helping out the good people of Ukraine. Okay, from here, we're going to go. Let's talk shows. Um, show and concerts report here. I was just down at the AMS convention, man. So I'm gonna, I'll give you guys a, a rundown on that if you, if you, if you're interested. On yeah, on how this was show? it? Amp? Wait, on wait, this, wait, wait. we can Amp? talk AMS here. We've built tanks. Hello. We built tanks. Yeah. All right. So AMS had their 26th annual. Um, they had their 26th convent AMS convention down in Newport News, Virginia, this past weekend, and uh, I took time out of my Saturday to head on down there and check it out. Um, after interviewing Frank Blanton. Uh, a couple uh, episodes back, um, you know, told him, uh, "All right, sure, I'll. I want to come down and see how amps, uh, see how see see how they function," and uh, and it was good. It was a good show. Um, not as big as IPMS Nationals, naturally, because you're talking just armor here. Um, but the level of work, forget about it. I couldn't even begin to. I bet. I, yeah, judging wise, I mean, I know they have their their system and um, yeah. th- their way of going about it. But when I look at the table from a, a novice armor perspective, man, I'm just like, I don't, I don't see how you uh, so did, pick did one you, over the other or, or anything, man. Did you get a look at how they do their judging, like see the whole thing? Yep. Good like question. That's down. where I was going to. Yeah. Yep. So they have a separate room, as Frank mentioned in that interview we did with them, where they sit down and, uh, you know, the entrants come in and um, put their stuff on the table there and it's you know it's on, it's on like a tray like a dinner tray t- sort of deal um so that, that way it minimizes anyone handling it is is, is what that's all about and uh yeah they had like um six or eight tables of uh, judging teams that would um each each one looking at looking at the uh subject and giving their scores it's all done on a score basis Remember 30.5 is is the high highest you can get um, which I guess a couple of guys w- were in that uh, category, you know, was scoring that many. You know, yeah, points. I saw 
Frank had one. He got like a 29.5 out of yeah. 30.5 scales. That's pretty good. Yeah. Was that his, what, one of his patent tanks, I believe he did? I believe it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Whitey, let me ask you this. So you, you, you saw how they do it. And of course, I, I'm sorry I wasn't there for the for Frank's interview uh, before. And uh, I'll, I'll be quite honest. I'm completely ignorant when it comes to that type of judging. But you saw it. You saw it there at AMPS. Is it, I mean, really, is it something that could be applied to aircraft model? Is it something that could be applied across the board when it comes to gold, silver, bronze? Could you do that for It, it could be applied to any uh, genre of, mo- of modeling. Um, but it just depends on, like, kind of like what I alluded to in the interview with Frank was like, if you're entering into an AMPS show contest, you're you're going into it knowing that you're gonna you're 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 gonna be judged at a at a high level, and and you're gonna you're going into it knowing that that it's really gonna your 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 model is gonna be really scrutinized, you know. Right. So, and they they do that at their at their monthly meetings too in order to ramp up for the next show. Uh, so I think it, it, it's a mentality thing, really, because in, I said it in an interview, too. If we were to do that sitting at our monthly contest, if everyone, were, you know, rather than t- rather than going yeah. around the table and talking about what we were working on, if we were to go around the table and judge each person's model that they had sitting there you know, right. in front of them, you'd have a lot of hurt feelings. Right, right. So, but, so the mentality of if, if you're going to be an AMPS member, you're, you're going into it knowing that you're going to get heavily scrutinized. Okay, so I know that there's a, a there's this there's this perception, right? That the gold, silver, bronze is, you know, this is a way to give participation trophies or pro, participation prizes. Yeah, yeah. How was it at, na- at, it, it, at the it, Amp it's, National? It's not I mean, like did, that there because they're not doing it that way. It's it's it, it's apples and oranges, man. Really? Yeah. So because, yeah. So people walked away with nothing. Right. I mean, you, you have to meet. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. And that's like yep. Gil Hodges said down yep. there. I talked to him about Jack's Kongs. They did gold, silver, bronze as well. And he said, yeah, they gave out more gold medals this year, but a lot fewer of the other ones because not everybody's going to get, it's not a participation trophy. Yeah. If you don't meet any other criteria for gold, silver, bronze, then you're not going to get something. I don't know, man. So, if you're, if you're giving out a shitload of golds, I, I don't know because I, I mean again this is amps that include gold silver bronze yeah. guys this is oh, really? points based really what you, yeah okay. so what do you get let's say you get a thirty what do you what do you receive as a goal that'd be like top line so I, what, I don't what know. did you get did you get do you get a ribbon do you get a certificate do you get a medal do you get I, I don't know I, I, didn't, I didn't stick around to the end I didn't stick around to the end of the for the award ceremony but basically if you're a, if you're a, if you're a model entering into amps. What you are going for is your score. Okay. It's not about okay. your yeah. It's, it's not about your your medallion. Your so ribbon, you don't get a medallion. You get a number. They get something. Well, yeah. Get something I mean, the, the higher score in guys. There's some. Again, I wasn't there for the. I didn't stick around to the uh, to the end for the award gotcha. ceremony. I, think I, I just do, think uh, like but the, to, the judging is not gold, silver, bronze. Don't confuse the two. Okay. Yeah, so it's, okay. It's, it's not. I think I think that's the thing I, I want to guard against. Like in PaxCon, is um, not everybody gets a gold. Not everybody. You know what I mean? Like don't, yeah. no, we should have more bronzes, 
than silvers, more silvers than golds. Well, if agreed. it's done right. Agreed. And there should be no, your, your participation trophy should be your receipt. Uh, you know, or I'm, yellow I'm just, sticky. Or, or yellow, your, your wristband. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that, you, that's kind of where I'm going with this. You know, I, I there's a misconception, I think, out there that gold, silver, bronze, or amps, you know, that type of judging, it, it allows Apples everybody and oranges, to get something. Dude. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not. Well, right. No, I get it. I get it. Now, that was kind of where I was going with that line of questioning was mm-hmm. to make sure people understand that it's apples and oranges. So again, I, I wasn't sitting there judging with these guys. I just observed. And, um, you know, again, I wasn't there for the end of the uh, I had places to, to be. So I wasn't I didn't stick around to the very end where they did their award ceremony. So I, I missed that. Um, you know, th- there are, you know, trophies and awards given out. Um, uh, the The real big prize being the people's choice, I believe is, is the one that the, you know, most people are sought after it, it, that. That's what the one you want to, uh, from, from what I was hearing was, was that's like the, the one you want to get, man is, you know, which one amongst your peers picks, you know, your model to be, to be, to be the people's choice. And, and in this case, it was a, I like this. I was checking out this display myself when, before it was, you know, again, I wasn't there for the award ceremony, but um, there was a guy <clears throat> who built the, uh, the border model, Chinese Army PLA ZTZ 99 Alpha main battle tank. Uh, the box art shows him rolling through the streets of San Francisco, if you recall. Yeah. And we talked about that. So <clears throat> this guy, his display was that tank destroyed in the streets of san francisco with the golden gate bridge box art thing in the background <laughs> that's <laughs> Which cool. I thought was classic like you know so that that one and you know of course finally executed i mean it, the you know you can get on their their website and check it out or I, I got a photo of it i think that i pulled off of facebook um but um yeah i thought that was really cool and that was a, the model's name was uh jason jennings he won the uh Again, the the People's Choice winner was was his uh, PLA ZTZ ninety nine Alpha, the main battle tank, and uh, it, it was that was really cool. I thought that was a funny display to show a thing <laughs> destroyed sitting in a on a U.S. street. So it would been funny if they had Wolverines painted on the side of it. <laughs> there you go. Right? <laughs> uh, so anyway, like like any show or contest, it was uh you know the people you meet there, and the people you come back across. I spent most of the day hanging out with Mike Watowski. He come over, um, you know, so him and I, you know, he he didn't enter anything. Surprisingly enough, he he builds he builds a lot of armor. I I don't, um, but he said no. Nah, he's just there, there to check it out. Um, so we we ran into um Jeff Hearn who, who we you know know from Scale Colors. He was here with he was there with his guys uh Rob and Mike from the uh Model and Miss Greetings podcast. They were doing some podcasting there. Um I didn't sit down and talk to them uh you know we were all doing things. It was the last day so they'd already been there doing broadcasting and stuff from the show and interviewing folks. Um but got to meet those guys. They they're a cool bunch. I enjoy listening to their show too. It's pretty funny. Um, you know, in fact, you know, one of their episodes, they talk about Gene and Betty, uh, the vendors, you know, uh, our buddy Gene, you know, so, so and, and they, they happened that they were there as well, you know, vending, um, some of the other vendors that were there, Matt, Matt Bowles was from Hollywood USA. He was down there and, um, 
I'll tell you what, I met uh, Steve Munsell from Value, Value Gear. He, he does all that resin stowage for the, uh, for the armor subjects. And uh, in, he does 48 scale and 135, 132. Um, but wicked nice guy, man. Uh, you know, shot the shit with him for a little while. Uh, he, he was sitting there displaying uh, how he makes his, his stuff. Uh, you know, he's, he's quite the artist when it comes to, he, he cranks the stuff out, man, and uh, he's got it down. Um, I, I got a bunch of it that I got to put on that Sherman for the Sherman build of, uh, you know, for the triple P folks. Um, so I hit up the vendors. I was, I was looking around specifically. I thought I would, thought I might be able to get lucky and find, um, I'm in the hunt for a 48 scale Dodge WC 56 command car, as you know, and, uh, you know, tank workshop did one and it's kind of one of those good luck finding it type of thing. And I didn't of course, but, um, uh, oh, well, I, I did pick up a few other items though. There was, um, again, I, I kind of jokingly said I picked up an F-16 at the AMP show, which I did. Uh, but then there was also, um, uh, just for diorama ideas coming down the road, a few, um, figures and, in 48 scale. And also, uh, I have a, a Jeep that needs a canvas top. And, uh, so there's a, there was a guy with a box of items from, uh, there's a line called gasoline out of France. They make some really unique 48 scale vehicles and accessories. And uh, so he had a bunch of that stuff. And um, he had a, a Willie's Jeep canvas top that I, I, I picked up. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, 48 scale um, PE set for M1A1, oh, M1A2 Abrams, uh, the Tamiya kit. So I, I grabbed that as well. And, uh, you know, but it was a good time. It was, is a, 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 I wish I had a, gotten there earlier and stayed later. Uh, but it was just a, a one day trip down for me to, you know, about a two and a half, three hour drive down on down to Newport news from here and, um, hung out with Mike. Oh, uh, before I forget, we also, you know, we, we went to grab lunch. Um, <clears throat> Mike owed me lunch because I, I brought him some F 15 E parts. And while we were out and about, you know, around Newport news, I said, Hey, today's, this is Denby's last weekend, you know, that they're open. You want to swing by there? So he was like, yeah, man, so we went by there and he had a rack of probably about a total of like maybe a hundred kits left on the shelves and uh, everything was 60% off. Uh, Mike went ahead and hit him up for, for some good deals. Um, I didn't buy anything myself. I, uh, there was just nothing there that, that, that interested me. Um, although for Frildo, I did get you a, uh, yeah, thanks man. A five, nine, five Bravo. Cool. Fan deck. Federal stall, federal uh, standard you color fan deck. Bastards, man! man I that, yeah, that. I've always, I've always wanted one of those. Well, it was sitting so there. hard to find. It was sitting there on the on the counter, and I, I said, "Hey, how much for this thing, man?" And he, he was just shook his head. He's laughing. He's like, yeah. "Man, go ahead and take it. I'm not going to need it anymore." Jesus like, Christ, man! Right. Free, free, <laughs> game, Scott. Free. I'm like you. I'm like you. I want one of those, and they're so goddamn expensive. Well, yeah, here's the thing: I don't even know where do you find one. They don't uh, make them anymore. Because back when I was on deployment in El Salvador, the government came out and said they were mm. like selling them off what they had for twenty bucks a piece. Yeah, and I was trying to get one then, and I missed out on it. You can but, look them up on eBay, and they yeah, are expensive. EBay. Well, maybe I'll how much sell much it to you, Frill? How much you're willing to pay, man? That's what <laughs> I would do. Hold that something. Awesome. No. Um. Anyway, Keep so it yeah, it was a, it was a good time because it was. A day well spent, I'll tell you that. Um, talking to Frank again, he's a great guy. Met his wife, great lady. Um, good deal, man. It, it was a good time. You know, you hit me up uh, uh, 
I, I just gotten back, man, Friday, right, from Korea. Yeah, and yeah. I'm kind of feeling bad. I, I would have had a good time. and well, Everyone, everyone was, was asking where, where the rest of the geeks were, and I was like, but, well, Darren just got in. Gildo was camping. Man, I wouldn't have made it. I would have made it to a 301 bridge. I'd been snoring and (laughs) wouldn't have made it, dude. That's what happens when you get old. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that happens when you get old. You want me to go into it? (laughs) No, it's not. That's another show. All right. So that was the, uh, my, my, that's my amps report, I guess. And, um, so other shows and contests that are coming up, um, for the car models again, Darren, you you might want to go check this out. The uh, Mid Atlantic. NNL is uh, May 14th up in Hartford Grass, Maryland. Um, are you familiar with those guys, the NNL? Yeah, you know, I've heard of them. I'm, I'm not a, uh, no, I haven't talk, been to talk one to of their Dave, shows. Talk to Dave at the club about them. He, no. He's up on them. Dave Dave would would uh, compete with those guys. Yep. Yeah. I, I believe he's going. He's the one that gave me the gouge uh, a couple of emails back. Um so again, that's uh, May fourteenth, and if you want more information on that show, hit up the Mama's Boys at www.mamasboys with a z dot org. And, I have uh, heard of those guys; they're good, man. Yep, that's who sponsored the show. Yep, they sure do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Also, uh, you know, so Region Two, our our area, you know, we're, we're uh, as of this dropping, we 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 have passed our Fairfax show. Um, so region two, uh, nothing on the docket coming up, um, for us. No. Uh, so other stuff that's out there, those, uh, May 14th, the same weekend as the, uh, NNL is, um, down in Pensacola. I'll, I'll give a shout out to my old, uh, crew down there. IPMS Pensacola model is, is, uh, doing the, uh, blue angel model fest. It's going to be held out at the, uh, blue angel fairgrounds. They don't longer do it at the museum. Too bad. Yeah, um, no kidding. Yeah. What a great venue. Yep. And then, of course, coming up in July, we have the Nats. Um, uh, so we're all gearing up for that, right? Yep. Heck yeah! That's going to be a good time. We got the Geek Suite. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, it's going to be rocking. Oh man! I, you know, I was talking to uh, Mike from uh, the Mojo, and you know they've got the uh, the Mojo Suite rolling. The Mojo the Dojo. The- the mojo dojo we're gonna have the uh, geek suite rolling right scott yeah yep. i gotta start catching up on sleep now i'm <laughs> excited about that he's gonna be emceeing it man you, you jackasses are gonna be keep me awake because once the, the geek suite stops rocking it's off the waffle house for breakfast you know, two o'clock in the morning here it's we go it's yeah. gonna be awesome man no it's more staying fun. out till like 8 30 in the morning the next day and like oh <laughs> shit we gotta get like some sleep <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Man. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, if you're looking for a show near you, get on the IPMS USA website. Take a look at their events calendar. Find a show near. Find a show near you. Also, check out the club section too. You know, if you're looking for a club, that's the place to check. If there's one near you, if there's not one near you, start one. All right, Darren, welcome back from uh, South Korea. While you're sitting over there, give us a, uh, why don't you ramp up that Patreon plug for me? Yeah, you got it, Whitey. Uh, I want to start, though, by saying that our supporters over this past year have been nothing short of amazing. It's been those supporters that have truly made this podcast possible, and all four of us thank you. 
If you, uh, the new listener or listeners out there, are interested in supporting, then there are two different ways that you can support. The first is by doing a one-time donation. You can do that by simply clicking the heart icon in the top right-hand corner of our webpage. By clicking that icon, you will be taken to our PayPal Me page where you can make your donation. It's that simple. The second way is by visiting our Patreon page. There you can donate as little as $1 a month. And I want you to know that any contribution helps to offset the production of the cost, and it is greatly appreciated. I also want to take a second to remind everyone out there that there are other scale modeling podcasts out there for your listening enjoyment. And a list of those podcasts can be found at www.modelpodcast.com. I'll put that link in the show notes so you can all find it. Once again, I want to say thanks for downloading and listening. And most importantly, thank you for your support. So, Tool tip of the week. Uh, Scott's got some uh, heads up gouge on, on something. Yeah, man. So this is um, something that I've used for years and um it's their water-based inks and i i broke them back out and these are old too i bet these are probably 25 30 year old inks they still work beautifully um the greatest thing about these water-based inks the set that i have i think i talked about earlier from koanor um they have different colors i got orange purples uh blue black whatever you need as far as you know color wise and the great thing is is that they're they're super easy to clean up. So, you know, you squirt a little bit and, you know, in a type of a lid or something, you know, whether from like a margarine container or whatever. Um, and you can just take a brush. You don't have to thin them. And then you can just kind of brush on, let them dry. And if you don't like it, just grab a Q-tip, wet it on your tongue with some spit, comes right off. So it, they're not real toxic. They don't, they're not hot. They don't, they're not going to damage like acrylic paint or you know, enamel or lacquer based. They just, they work really well for doing like a uh, hydraulic um, oil kind of streaking, whether you want to use blues or purples or maybe a combination of the two, you know, you can, you can mix, if you've got orange and purple, you mix those two, you'll get brown. Um, so that works as a good hydraulic kind of color to it. Um, and again, super easy to apply um, water-based. So they clean up real easily, uh, you know, brush paint them, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I love them and I've got several colors and that's what I'm using on the, uh, on the SU 27, the blue colors that you're seeing and the, the orange colors, that's all, um, those are inks. So give them, give them a try. Easy to, easy to use. All right, man. Yeah. Around Justin the other day on our chat, he, or our text group there, he, he showed a, a picture of Liquitex inks. Is, is that probably the same? Again, a water-based ink. Yeah, probably pretty similar. You know, um, I, I know that the, the Koenor stuff, again, it's, it's, it's waterproof drawing ink for paper and film. Now, that's can, what, do you remember yeah. where, you, where you got that? Is that something that's available at Michael's Hobby Lobby, something I like that? I think or? I got one at, um, I, I know one of them that I, I got at my old hobby shop, but then the other one I did, I did get, I think it was Michael's, but this is like 25 years ago, you know? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, cool. I think the Liquitex stuff would work well. I can definitely try it. it. It's it's funny you say that. So you, you said 25 years ago, and there are folks out there now that are talking about these acrylic inks, like they're just the newest thing on the oh, face man. of the planet. I've and, been using and, them for and, years. And you got a set yeah. that's 20, 
five years old. And it might I mean, even be older, let's face yeah. it, it's, it's water based, it's acrylic inks. Yep, yep. How much you want to bet now in the next, I uh, know, I'll say three months, Ammo or MIG will come out with uh, their own brand of oh, yeah. acrylic yeah, inks. You know, it's just once they, once they find something that's cool and it's trendy, yep. boop. Yeah, jump all over it. So, yeah, I mean, but I, I think, like I said, the the Koinor, they almost look like a, um, you know, like a like an ink cartridge that would go into like a printer, you know. But no, they're just just waterproof drawing ink. That's it. Yep. All right, good. Thanks, Scott. You got it, man. All right. Mail call. Mail call. All right, man. Uh, mailbag was light. Thank God. Usually it's my week. I get like 15 mail emails to answer back, but this one was pretty quick. Um, uh, going back to you again, uh, Scott, um, Craig Bomber uh, from up there, Baltimore area, yep. A-10 guy. He He's asking about your TPS uh, scheme uh, or your TPS painting techniques. And he was, uh, he said, did he say that the, he outlines the panel lines in black and then does the swiggles in different colors to get tonal variation? And I think he misunderstood what you were saying. You're saying that as far as squiggles go, you're just talking about moving your hand, correct? Correct. Yeah. And, and I, and I think so, you know, and again, I, I don't, uh, black base because I just do the opposite, right? I just use the black to do that standard kind of pre-shade on regular old gray plastic, Um, and so I'll outline the panel lines, you know, for the most part, because that's where the the main, you know, the grime and the gook and whatnot is going to, but then, you know, when I'm talking about squiggles, I'm just like moving my, moving my hand around, not on the panel line, but inside the panel lines, you know, yeah, I I, I just kind of shade it. I mean, if you look at some of the pictures that I've posted on Facebook, you can see, you know, you can zoom in and see kind of what I'm talking about, but I mean, what I'm just doing the opposite of black basing. And I, and I think it's just cause I'm, I'm trying to cut out some steps. Um, and I, it's just what I'm used to doing. I mean, the black basing effect is pretty cool, but you can get the same effect using black on yeah, gray, man. you know, mm-hmm. it's all good. Yeah. All right. He goes on to say that hearing our stories on corrosion reminds me of his time in the USAF and the air national guard, uh, where they were also only allowed to do touch-ups. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, he comes to our show, our, our meetings too. Yep, he treks on down. Yeah. Good on him. Yep. Yeah, and and, and uh, you know, if next meeting that you make, you know, if I'm there, you know, just or if you want to shoot, just if you if you know you're going to come to a, a meeting, then shoot me an email, and I'll bring a, a model with me that you know is a TPS oriented scheme, and then I we can talk about it, and I can show you the different, you know, just you know, we, we can sit again, we can just sit and talk about it, I'll, and I'll I'll bring the model, we can look at it. I'll, I'll explain what I do and how I do it and how I get the effect and happy to do that any day. Absolutely. Okay. Next up is uh, John Bryan out of New Addington, England. Um, he's uh, just a couple of lines to say how much I appreciate the podcast. Thank you, John, for listening in. He says he's looking forward to seeing the results of our A4 group build as are we, and he's loved, he'd love to join, but he's just, he's completed nine A4s already, Hasegawa 148 scale ones, and so he's a little burnt out on them. Um, but he did send a bunch of photos. And so like we talked about earlier, uh, I'd say we, we should download these photos, put them in some sort of, you know, electronic format we can have with us, uh, to display because some of his work, his work on these A4s is great. 
Yeah, they're in, pretty nice. Yeah. yeah you see, yeah. in particular, again, I, I'm a sucker for these New Zealand A4Ks, man. I just love that. I mean, it's a, it's just a damn green scheme, but you see yeah, guys cool. build these things, and just like uh, Van Zant's uh, that he posted up, and then this guy's, yeah. you know, they're taking that single color, but, you know, you're not white, you, you know, it's avoiding that monochromatic look. Yeah. But, you know, the, the shading and things like that, man, the, the yeah. two of them just you know, great work with that. And his other one was the, you know, going again, more camo stuff, um, you know, Israeli A4H that he has uh, looked really fantastic. Or, or is that an N? Which is the one with the with the tailpipe? Is that an N? Or an, I think it's an N. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great work, John. Um, and as you, you heard us earlier in the episode talk about, John, we're pro- we're going to look at, you know, okay, Roger, that you can't, can't make it over here. Can't, you don't <laughs> want to build them. We'll, we'll take these and put them on a, Put them on a display somehow or another. All right, Brian Clark. He doesn't say where he's from here, but um, first of all, loving your podcast. Even though I build mainly armor kits, I usually learn something from your podcast that I can incorporate into my modeling experience. Uh, I think we all do that with listening to the other shows too. I mean, I'm not a sci-fi guy, but I definitely pick up ideas from the Triple P guys, uh, the Scale Model Podcast guys. You know, again, it's all techniques. Uh, the, but anyway, things that caught my attention was your discussion on Decant Mr. Hobby and Tamiya spray paints. Again, going back to that one, he thought it was uh, an April Fool's joke, but nope, it's for real. And um, <laughs> it's just, use that. The, it's the Mr. Color Cap, though. It's got the uh, little hole in the top. Pull off yep. the uh, pull off the nozzle, press, and there, there you go. Now you're decanting paint. And finally, Lee Edmonds from down in Australia. He doesn't say, doesn't give me a city, but uh, he says where um, you're one of my favorite modeling. Oh, he says one of my favorite modeling subjects is U.S. Navy, particularly the dark sea blue uh, period. Um, he's I was inspired to write because of your comments about the shared experience of being in the service together. He's worked for the Australian uh, Department of Civil Aviation. He says he doubts it. He does that the comradeship is as tight as the military, but 50 years later, he still still enjoys hanging out with the old DCA staff members. As a result of that experience, at least half my model collection is civil, including over 20 A320s. Man, that's a lot of airliners. Yes, it is. Thanks, Lee, for writing in. Um, hit us back in. Let us know what part of Australia you're at. And that'll do it from the mail. Yeah, that was light. Good deal. Yep. All right, main topic time. We're going to talk about... um. It's show and contest season, uh, as we alluded to. Um, you know, I just come out of the Amps contest this past weekend. We're rolling into a show up in Fairfax, Virginia this weekend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had the Richmond show a few weeks ago, so we we're in the midst of uh, of of what we perceive as as show season, uh, which you know, typically for us, it kind of culminates with with the Nats and at the end of summer. Uh, not to say there's not autumn shows. There certainly is. I mean, we have the um, Marauticon this year, right? It, oh, that's I know right. They, they do. do every other year, right? That's right. So yeah, they, we got Marauticon. Marauticon's yeah. coming up in the fall. Yep. Um, all right, so we've we've discussed model contests before here in the Geeks, but we want to approach it from perspective of being quote in show season. So uh, we're in the middle of also planning our own show down here at PAX with PAXCon twenty three. Uh, we being the Southern Maryland scale models, and and we're learning really quickly how much work is into planning and running a successful show. Uh, so if there's a show near you and they're running one, man, you know, go participate. Enter. It's not about winning, right? 
I always refer to model concepts as a show in my head. It, it's semantics, I guess, but in my mind, that's where I'm at. Um, and I'm there. I'm there to see what's on the tables. I'm not competing against other modelers. I guess that's kind of why I lean towards going with the gold, silver, bronze award system for our show. We, we've talked before about our feelings on why on that topic, so I won't. I won't rabbit hole there. Um, in, in fact, judging altogether, we can we can probably leave that out of the conversation. That, that's been beat to death as well. Good plan. Uh, yeah. So go, going to the show, it's one of my favorite things about the hobby. And uh, you guys are probably the same way. I know a, a show day is always a, a damn fun day for us. I'm looking like forward fuck, to this. It's like Christmas, man. Yeah. I can't even sleep the night before, <laughs> you know? It's all like, I mean, like you got to go to work. Oh, man. I, you know, trying to get up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning, that's not fun. Even when we were flying, I'm just like, man, I got to get up at 2 or 3 or whatever. Man, I got a model show to get up early. I'm up. Crack it on, crack it on, man. Birds Ready chirping, to go. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. cars I'm, all packed. In front of the house, honking your horn, waiting. Yeah, man. You know, get get the night before, like the whole it's the whole week before. You know, a show like you getting your getting your bases ready, and you get make sure you got your cases all ready, and you, you know got your. I go get my little plates made. You know, oh yeah, man, it's exactly like a, that. Oh, that like that, a kid. That's exactly where my head was when I was trying to you know rack my brain for ah, what, what can we talk about for this episode? And I was thinking about you know we got shows coming up, man. So and, and exactly that, you know, it's all those things right there. Um, hanging out with your buddies, um, you know, talking about the it, hobby with, uh, with other modelers and things like, you, you know, you get in that room and you're all the same people, you know? Oh yeah, man. It's, 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 a, it's an absolute blast. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it is, um, God, it's fun. <laughs> and, and people who are not into like scale models as much as we are, I'm sure they think we are the biggest dorks on the planet and that's fine. They can think whatever they exactly. want. I don't care. There's dorkier stuff too, though. You know, so that there is that. Darren, what you got, man? How, what's your so, thoughts on it? So, you know, you, you said two different things there, Whitey, and I, I kind of want to touch on it. It's, you, you mentioned shows and then contests. You said the same thing in one breath. And it's and the there's a thing. huge difference between no. the two. No, they're the same. It's like no, soda I don't, and pop. No, 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 it's synonymous. No. Synonymous no, show no, no, a contest. No, 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 no. It's no. the same thing. I, I'm just saying from my perspective, yeah, I mean, don't think of it as a wife. contest. I, I no. think of it as we're going it's to a show. show. Yeah. No. Oh I, I I disagree. And and here's why. So this so wasn't supposed to be a confrontational episode, goddammit. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, not not trying to be. Because uh, you're wrong. No, I'm okay. I'm just teasing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you look at what the uh, triple got uh, triple P just did at the Museum of Flight. Yeah, yeah. There, there were no no awards. That's a show. I agree. Yeah, we're sure. going to Fairfax. That's I, a show I, too. I, I'm talking about going to a show and there's no contest. There's no judging. There's no. There's none of that. It's 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 putting stuff on the table and just talking about models. And but, then there's contest where you're competing. Exactly, that's two different things. I want to be yeah. able to go and beat somebody, man. Exactly. We want to <laughs> we want to we want to crush the competition. You know, there's no there's no uh, point see, for second I place. Inf- I want to enforce I, I, my will upon people. You know, no, no mercy. I agree with you, Darren. Those are those are those are two different things. But I I'm mean, just, I'm not talking about you know competition versus. Oh, I know. 
I'm saying there's two different things. And there's two different ways people yeah. think about going to a contest or exactly. a Correct. too. You know, there are those out there that go, all right, man, I got a contest this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to, like, who just said, I love, right? I'm going to crush I the like competition. Or, it's a know. show. It's it's to me it's a show. Yeah. Even though there's a contest there, I think I think of it as a show because yeah. I, it's the I, uh, yeah it's a show. <laughs> One of the things too while we're talking about you know shows and contests is we got the model classic coming up this weekend, and one of the things that I like that they do is that on their website, whenever they do a show, they do a full page like flyer, and if you go back on their web on their website, you can go back and see all the other, Oh, uh, excuse me. Um, model classic model, model classic results and everything. And they have that flyer kind of like a movie poster, which I think is kind of a cool touch. They have that. And it goes all the way back to like, I think 2007 or something. And they yeah, have goes back all of them up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. So again, my idea of going one, I'm, I want to draw inspiration from others' work, from not just other people's work, but also subjects too. Like if I see something on the table that I've never seen before, I was like, man, I want to build that. That looks cool. Even if it's something like, same thing happened to me doing the uh, 48 hour build. You know, I'm not a sci fi builder, but Scott was doing that escape shuttle thing from Star Wars. And just seeing that, for whatever reason, I don't know what I can't explain it, but I went. I went out the following Monday. I was up at the uh, the game store to see if they had those things, and they had one on the shelf. And I was like, I'm buying <laughs> yeah. that thing because after seeing I, what he did with it, you know, that was seeing his work in that subject. You know, the together. You know, that was you know same as going to a show right there. I'm seeing someone else's work. I'm going, man, I want to build that thing. You know, so I, I did. I, I yeah. grabbed that. You know, totally something out of my wheelhouse, man. But I'll build it just because it um, it's interesting to me. Uh, you know, my thoughts on it personally from not a quote, you know, I'm not a Star Wars phobe or whatever you would call it, a, you know, a guru or enthusiast. I like yeah. the movies like everyone else does. Right. But um, I can't I can't quote stuff from from <laughs> Star Wars history and things like that. But but that scene, however, <clears throat> to me, in my eye, uh that kicks off the whole Star Wars genre. The two droids getting in that escape shuttle and popping off the freighter thing or whatever they were on Princess, yeah. with Princess Leia. That really opens up the whole the whole story, man. Right? You know? In my office. I'm a Star Wars fanatic, but I I, I but yeah, Whitey, I am I am like a six-year-old on freaking Christmas when it comes to model shows. And it's not the contest. It is the vendor area. It's seeing your buddies. It's, man, I can't wait to to look at all the other models and get inspired or even show your stuff. Um, and I am a steady hand. When I'm airbrushing in my house and at my bench, I am rock solid. My hand does not move. I, 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 it's just, I'm very lucky. I got a steady, steady hand, 
put me on a freaking contest trying to put my damn model out. I am so like jumping with excitement. It's like bouncing everywhere, breaking nose wheels off and stuff it, because I'm just so like, man, it's a model show. Holy shit. I can't believe it's like Jojo, the Indian circus clown, man. You know, you're just like, Oh man, it's a, you just get so excited. And, uh, it, it's, it's awesome. I, it, I, I cannot, I can't wait for show season, you know? It's just, uh, and then that's okay. Multiply all that shit by like a hundred thousand, oh, yeah. zillion, you know, it's well, that's good. great. Your it's enthusiasm is yeah. infectious. I'll tell you. Uh, so, so that, that, an, that comparison you just made is exactly where I was going between shows and contests because the, the shows I'm complete. It's, it's all that, right. It's the camaraderie. It's talking about you know, how you did this, the techniques and, and all that. And, um, I don't know, man, it's, I just see so much like at contest people are, how many times have you seen people that are just so stressed out about winning? Oh, we see them all the time. I mean, you and see it them, but exactly, again, that, that's, it, that's, laugh. That's, individ, that's an individual thing. If you yeah, want to exactly. be stressed out about that, then go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And again, my approach to it is just not that I'm there. I just, I'm with you, Whitey. Yeah. I just, I don't, I just don't care. I mean, you personally, Darren, do you get, do you get stressed out about the competition aspects of it? You know, is that absolutely something? not? Okay, no, good. Absolutely not. There's no reason to, uh, because I, I go into, I go into a contest type environments thinking that, you know, it ain't going to do anything anyway. <laughs> you know, I got no well, expectations. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm there. I'm there to to look at what the Van Zants are doing and the you know the you know all these guys. What the, what what people are putting on the table? You know, I I, I look forward to seeing Mike and shooting the shit with Wachowski oh, because yeah. exactly because he's just good people. Or you know, I can't believe that one of these days all the geeks are going to be together at a Nats. Yeah. In San Marcos, that is going to be, it's, we're renting, a, I'm, we already, I told Allison, we're renting a house on the river. We're going to have a big house. It's going to be geek central party central, and we're all going to stay there. Yeah. And we found a couple of them. They're there, man. They're, oh, we could it, go down to green. Yes, we will. Yeah. It, it'd be awesome. And so, um, but that's the kind of, like, I think that's why I get so excited. Not only just like, are you going to find the next great deal at the vendor's room or it's shooting the shit with your buddies? You know, it's just, it's all of that. It's, it's for it's me, it's learning. It. Don't, don't it's discount learning. those great deals oh, at the vendors, man. That, yeah, that's, man. That is a, it's just, you know, it's, <laughs> man, I st- we all, don't we all like have our little savings that I, you know, about a, a couple months before a show, I start putting a little money aside, you know? And I'm lucky. Allison's like, "Hey, how much do you want to take some extra money for the model show?" Yep. Yep. Yes, I do. Sure. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's um, you know, and and again, I mean, when I, you know, and I've had times at shows where I didn't win anything. Uh, so what? I I just don't. I just don't. I don't care. I mean, it's it's why. Cool, I'm like, what do you call that when you don't? What what's that called? Getting what you got when you don't win something at a show? You got get skunked. Up. Oh, oh shit! I've heard I've heard skunk. it four like four or five times over the last three days. You shut your suck, oh, man. <laughs> uh, it happens. 
When's the last time you got skunked? You know, I come up with like some some uh, our individual takes on shows, and and so we'll hit those questions. But I'll lead off with that one. Like, what's yeah. the last show you got skunked at? Um, I would say <laughs> the Nats. Last but time. see, but that doesn't that Nats doesn't count. Yeah, Nats is rough, man. I mean, because you couldn't. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't bring your tracker. You couldn't bring half the kits that you wanted to bring. You could only yeah. bring some small. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't. Plus, I don't. The level of competition is just. Yeah, I think the last when the last time I got skunked was. It's been a it's it's been a while, but I mean I I don't want to sound it's gonna I've sound been, shitty. I've <laughs> been skunked at Richmond, and I've been skunked at uh, Fairfax before. Same, I, I'll tell you. Same. I'll uh, tell I've you what it. I. What's happened more often, and is that I placed higher than I thought I was going to. When was like last I, time we swept? Like I got something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question there, D. That's a good question. I think we all know the answer. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was. It was. <laughs> Getting skunked though, yeah. I mean, I've yeah. I mean, definitely, yeah. yeah. Even in what I think of as my more um you know, I I mean, we're our own worst critics. I don't think I've been a good model up until five years ago. I think before that I was I was horrible. Not horrible, but I mean, I wasn't, you know. But I was we the all, same way. But but I, I mean, we, that that's modeling too, though. You want to see progression, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, I was listening to uh, Triple P today. Had an interview with the uh, lady who's a figure painter, and yeah. what she does, she has a figure. I don't know. She she kept keeps a figure on her workbench from like one of the first batches that she did, and she's only been in the biz for about three years. I think she said phenomenal talent, though. But anyway. So it's there so that she can see her own progression. And I thought, wow, that's brilliant right there. You know, and we can we can all do that. We can all go look at our display cases and I can see stuff that I built. You know, I say that because I can I can go out to my garage and look in the plastic bins and go, wow, I built that. You know, (laughs) D-Ram, what you got on that? I I do the same thing. So over here in my display cabinet, I got my P51, my Tamiya P51 sitting there. It was the first kit I ever brought to a Southern Maryland meeting. And that's when we were down at Lexington Park at the uh, library. And it's still not finished. Back. Wow, that's a while oh, yeah. back. It's still not finished because I brought it and I thought, you know, hey, man, this is this is shit hot. <laughs> and then I looked at some of the stuff that you guys had on the table. I was like, it ain't shit hot. It's good. <laughs> it's It's not bad, right? But it is not where I could be. So it sits right here. Same thing. It it sits here as a reminder of where I was. And, you know, we go back, we talk about find a club, build a club, you know, or go to shows because that's how you get better. Right. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I do remember yeah. my, my first few shows that I went to back in, um, either the late eighties or the early nineties. Um, and you know, I, of course I didn't, I didn't win anything, you know, but, but I wasn't smitten by the competition part. Like that wasn't something that I was like, man, I, I, I want to, I want to crush the competition. I want to win awards. It was like, I want to be a better modeler. I want to, I want to like, I want to build something that looks like that. There you go. Yep. That's what I, that was my motivation, not to win awards. It was, I want to make something that looks amazing like that guy's stuff, you know? And I, I still remember the people that I remember seeing. I mean, as a young kid, I'm just like, holy goodness. Like 
how do I do that? And I was not shy about reaching out to people and saying, hey, can you teach me? Can you help me? And they helped shape me into the modeler that I am today. But I still... I still feel the same way. You know, I love going to show. I learn something every time I go to a show, you know, I know my models I can improve on. Do I sweat it as much as I used to? I eh, probably not. You know, Well, but, see, that's, that's one of the things that's motivated me with the, like all our friends we met with the, the separate podcast. Why, why do I build a tank now? Why do I look at buying a machine in Krieger or why do I, because I'm motivated by what these guys are doing yeah. and, and each one of those little techniques that they're doing helps me to become a, a better model, well-rounded modeler. Yeah. Right. I'm with you. I still I go. Yep, I still I agree. Yeah. And I still go back to how, I mean, imagine. So remember what it was like in Vegas when all the podcast guys got together and immediately oh, it was there's awesome. the connection. Can you yep. imagine what this next Nats is going to be like uh, when we're all there together? It's going to be yeah. insanity. Well, it's not just that. It's, it's uh, the other <laughs> folks that are there, too. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Mojo Dojo is going to be rocking. You <laughs> <laughs> need to get T-shirts. The Mojo. I survived the Mojo, dun- the Mojo Dojo. I see some of those big inflatable fuck, uh, or PG some of those big in- I see some of those big inflatable uh, sumo wrestler costumes in us wrestling. Right. Uh, or those big man. oversized like boxing like fists like boxing yeah fists. yeah yeah in the mojo dojo just getting it <laughs> so scott you talked about first show um i i remember vividly my first show was uh i was yeah. uh stationed in norfolk and you know so it, the ipms guys down in virginia beach probably the tidewater guys right probably, the, yeah. probably that same crew that we that we're familiar with now yeah they had a show i don't even remember where the venue was i think it was in some armory and I had a uh, uh, Airfix 48 scale um, yep. Prowler EA6B. Yeah, uh, not a good kit, you know. And but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I did it. And I put aftermarket decals on. It was like the first yeah. one of the first models I, I used aftermarket decals. Uh, purchased up the street at Denby, and man, I just thought the thing was the bees. Man, I was like, ah, oh, man, yep, gonna go to this show. I walked in that place and, and got, you know, nothing. Nothing, know. yeah. Um, but what I did get was exactly what you said. I, I, I put mine on, on the table and, and didn't, but then I started looking around at the other stuff and I was like, holy cow, I am, I need improvement. Yep. And, and it started then, right there, um, asking questions like, you know, okay, what do I, and, yeah. you know, the guy was like, well, you need to do this, this, you need to go buy an airbrush is what the yeah, <laughs> first yeah. guy told me. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I agree there. Step and, one. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and not long after that, you know, uh, made that trip to the uh, Air and Space Museum and saw, um, remember our interview with Peter Spada from up there in Central PA, and yep. yep. his works that were in the uh, Air and Space Museum that were regular monogram kits, but done to a level that I was like, boom. And right, you know, the first show and then a couple months later making that trip up there and seeing those models, those two events right there combined, uh, you know, to, to make me realize that, you know, while uh, I want to improve, not, not that I have to, but I yeah. want, you know, that was my, ins- that was my inspiration right there. It was like, man, I, I got to step up my game. And, uh, and since then it's, it's been that pro- progress, you know? Yeah. The first show that I can remember going to, and I didn't really go to the show and or the contest and stay there the whole time. I just entered my model or I had a friend enter it for me. So 
I had something going on and uh, I didn't place anything. It was I did a uh, Tamiya 48 scale F4U1A. And I asked them, like, hey, what? why didn't I place anything? Because my wings were not, they're towed in or something. And I was like, huh, okay. And then we did JaxCon the following year. And early on, I learned that, like, for the longest time, I couldn't figure out how to get rid of a panel line or a seam. You know, like, when you join the fuselage halves together, I couldn't figure out. I'm like, damn, and I got this kit. I built it, but I have a seam going down the middle with this guy. He doesn't have one. You know, and I was like, what the hell? And then there was a uh, Whitney. He had a shop over there off of uh, Kingsley. And I went in there one day after work and it was like in one of those little warehouse things, you know, like little storage units. And there was a couple guys in there and we're all sitting around. I was like, all right, I got to ask, man, how do you get rid of this? How do you get rid of that seam line that it's not there on a the real airplane? He's like, oh, man, you got to sand that shit. And I was like, sand what? And he's like, oh, come here. And he showed me. And so that's what kind of got me started. And then, so, you know, so then I started figuring things out on my own and then compared to where I was, like, say back in like 2000 to where I am now is light years. And even when, before I met, before we met Scott, that NAS, I thought my shit was the bee's knees, you know, like, yeah, man, this stuff looks good, you know? And, and we went to that Nats and I was like, holy crap, man, I've got a long ways to go. And it wasn't yep. until, you know. Scott took me under his wing and showed me some things that I, I got better and I could see that progression every year and every contest that, or show that we, that I went to, I could see that progression. And it's yeah, not that-, that I compete with people. I guess I'm, I'm like, you know, the whole Spencer Potter thing about competing with yourself. It's not that I compete with myself, but I have a standard that I set for myself. Like I know where I am at now and I should not be taking shortcuts, you know, or, going through something because oh, I don't want to do that. Cause it's going to, you know, then like do something else and not come out as good, you know? So I've set that standard for myself and that's what I try to, I try to aim for in every build. Yeah. There, I mean, there's certain things that, um, that I'll, that I don't care about. And, and I always joke, we always, you know, make fun that, you know, Oh, I'm not an accuracy guy, but I, I really am. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, I, I, we joke about it, but, um, you know, there's certain things that, that I don't care about, but then there are certain things that, you know, when it comes to like alignment or seams or whatever, um, yeah, I, I just, you, you, you spend the time to, um, to learn. And then whenever you're, you're working through stuff and you're getting better and you're progressing that, yeah, man, I mean, it's just, um, it's, but it's not a, it's, it's never like con like awards driven. Like I'm not trying to do better because I want to win at a contest. I'm, I want to improve because I, I want to have a really cool looking model. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whenever I go to a a contest, one of the things I look for is I like the HE 219, the Uhu, that German twin engine night fighter. Yeah. And the only thing that has put me off and kept me from doing it is that damn paint scheme with the squiggly lines over it. <laughs> and, you know, it's like when I'm, I got my, I got my paint mule. And when I'm mixing up a color, getting ready to spray, when I test it, that's one of the things that I'll do is I'll try to see if I can get those squiggles yeah. down so that one day when I grow some nuts and I got to <laughs> attempt that kit that I yeah. can, that I can it's, do it because there was one. Scary. The, and there was one at the Nats that was like really well done. 
and he had the left engine was feathered. Yeah, I saw the, that. Uh, yeah, it was really exhaust nice. Exhaust staining going on, you know, the smoke going over the nacelle. And he had a story, you know, hey, dad, this was when, you know, it landed. He had a fire on the number one engine. And you, you corrected him on that, right? There was something about the uh, story that was. Well, no, people were the like judging oh. or something. Well, during the judging, they were saying that, that it was wrong and, and nobody took the time to read. Yeah. The, the write up. They were just, oh, right away. Oh, that, that prop is wrong. You know, that prop is not like the other one. And I was sitting there and I was reading his, uh, you know, the little block where it has you put the stuff down. And I was like, oh, guys, right here, man. This is to simulate blah, 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 blah on, you know, 14 June 1944. He had an in-flight fire ah, and resulted ah. in an emergency. <laughs> and I was like, so he says it right here, what he was attempting. You know, I was like, and he nailed it. So, but yeah, it was, you know, it was crazy because the amount of people that don't, like, I like to read the people's, like, the, the amount of work that you put into something. Because... Like to take that tracker, that was three years of effort. And I like seeing other people's effort and being able to, and I don't really compare myself to that, but I kind of use that as a measuring stick. Like, oh, I, I could do that, you know, or yeah, you know, or no, that's, that's out of my league right there. I couldn't do something like that. And I just like, like Mark get, stuff. Yeah. You know, I get, Holy balls. I get well, that's, inspiration. But that's like, so Mark Schachter, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be the, I wouldn't be the builder without Mark. And, and, you know, Mark won't, he, 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 he'd be like, nope, Scott, that's all you. No, oh, uh-uh, nope, uh-uh. Because, because Mark's the guy that took me in and showed me how to mix paint. He showed me how to use the airbrush. He, he taught me some of these basic fundamentals that, that's that's how I build. And then shortly after I met Mark, I met Gabe and then I met Justin and we all were just really, really tight. And we all kind of pushed each other and we all just because we all if you look at all if you look at Gabe and Justin and my builds, they're very similar, you know, um, to how we're we build and how we weather and how we use the airbrush right. and how we mix paint and all that good stuff. And, um, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, having your buddies to like help push you and, and when you can get like serious feedback on, Hey, how does this look? Like, for example, when I shot you guys a text and said, Hey, I think I'm done with the metal area on the engines for the SU 27. What do you guys think? And you guys are like, yeah, man, stick a fork in it. It's done. It looks awesome. And so I pulled the tape off. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It's, it's having, having the, like going to shows and improving and that's what that's and and seeing other people's work and showing off your work and going to the vendor area, man, it's just like, yeah, it's just awesome, man. That's it, man. That, that, that show day for you right there. Yep. Yep. Um, so, and the honey buns. Oh, gotta, gotta bring a honey bun. I mean, isn't it even kind of like, you even like the drive over there, like you know that you're gonna stop at your certain Wawa or whatever, and you're gonna <laughs> gonna go to the ATM get your money, and then you're having good conversation in the car, and you know you're talking about stuff. It's just it's all that man. Well, it's the all whole that. the whole honey bun thing, you need to make sure you keep tabs on that sucker because no I kidding, thought, right, Frodo? Yeah, I thought I threw it out because I didn't need it, and I was like, oh man, I threw away my honey bun, and I was like, oh, that's bad oh man, Jesus, that's. Man. 
man, it threw me off for the whole show. You know, I was like, damn, I didn't have my honey bun. And then like two days later, I was cleaning out my backpack and it was down the it's bottom of that sucker. And I'm oh, like, what I all, got? all squashed and oh man. You could still eat that thing. It'd oh, be I like did, 20, 20 sure years did. old and it'd still be good. 50, 100 years old is still good Are you to kidding? go. Look at Fruit Low. He ate it. I did. You damn right I ate it. <laughs> Let's go. And I'll, yeah. You know what? And I'll be getting another one on Saturday. Yes, you will. And a Sicily. So, nah, it's either one or the other. I can't do both. <laughs> I know. We even have our own little lunch spot. You know, yep. when we go to Richmond, then we go to Chewy's, we go to Fairfax and we go to Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's just, that's just, that's just well, what we do. I, I plan on judging at this one because we got to, you know, with our show coming up, got to start doing the judging, get, get my head in the game on that. Um, wh- so what do y'all, um, what do you look forward to most on show day then is if it hasn't already been covered, but I mean, like, like, you know, if you had narrowed now, what, what's getting you? What's getting you really motivated there? D-Ran, I'll go for, with you first. For, for me, is seeing what uh, the other people put on the table and, uh, and probably, uh, you know, talking to those guys and, and finding out how they did this or did that, you know, trying to put put some more tools in my toolbox. Yeah, man. I'm with you there. That's, um, that's what I'm looking forward to most is seeing what's on the tables. To draw our inspiration from. Yep. Oh, absolutely. A few other questions, like I racked my head about when it came to show day it was like, well, just shows in general. Um, what do you dislike about a show on Ronald contest? If you want to go that route, yeah, man, we can, we can, we can <clears throat> del- we can rabbit hole a little bit. <laughs> it's a fair question. What do you dislike about a model uh, show? There's not enough of them. There's there's not ventilation. I, I think, yeah, some places the ventilation, man. Holy goodness. Um something you know what I you know what absolutely grinds my gears is when you're at a show and but you don't get show prices. You get oh, retail prices. Retail. Yes. What yes. the wide yep. world of sports is going on with dudes? That's, I can I, understand yeah. it if it's like a of a, a store and they're there vending. But if it's just some guy, and I'm thinning my I'm, I'm thinning my stash, but I I want ret- I want what I paid for them. Yeah, why do you, do you remember that dude? And um, <laughs> it, uh, it it I think it was at PenCon. He had a slew of nice nice kits for like twenty bucks. Twenty. Remember that guy? Man, I do because I grabbed that. 48 skill C2 for Hell 25 yeah. bucks. 20, you're like, how much? And he's like, uh, 25? You're like, I can't get the money out fast enough. And <laughs> that's that, free. Should have had the cops you know, called on you because that's highway robbery. Well, it was. It was awesome. And, I mugged he, that guy. And he, yeah, and he sold out uh, his stuff within a couple hours. He was basically yeah. done. Well, that was you and I at Fairfax one year. Remember we, we when we got a vendor uh, table, you and I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were done in like a half hour. Yeah, man. Like literally. Yeah, you know, Give kids to little kids. Hey, yeah. dude, here, you take it. Take <laughs> yeah, it give us stuff away. We were giving know? stuff away. Yeah. yeah guys come up to us. Man, you guys got the best prices. Yeah, yeah they're free. Because we yeah. were like, man, we don't want to take this shit home. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to take it home. And, you know, it's, you're not going to recoup what you've probably paid for a no. brand new kit 10 was, years ago. It was so. fun, too. Because, I mean, yeah. we were like, you I know? remember, I mean, guys were like, how much do you want for this? I think I had like a, oh, what did I have? Like maybe a, it was like a trumpeter 
30 second scale F14 or something. And I said, I don't know, 40 bucks. And like, <laughs> it's like doing cartwheels down yeah. the hallway. Yeah. So it, it, it's fun to do that. So should, every every show typically has a theme. Are there any themes out there that you guys, um, I don't know, specific themes you'd, you'd want to see or prefer to see? Or There's been some good ones the last few years. Well, the one for Fairfax, the Korean War, that's going to be kind of cool because, I mean, that's tanks, that's airplanes, that's ships. I mean, that's a whole bunch of stuff. So, and that's a, I think that's like a, a conflict that is not represented very a lot. You know, it's not as mainstream as like, say, Desert Storm or Vietnam or the I last. I haven't seen Gulf a War. Desert Storm theme. I, I haven't either. That's kind of weird because this was the 30th anniversary this past year and there wasn't any. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say there wasn't any, but um, you know, you you would have thought that would have been a, a bigger uh, draw yeah. or something, you know? Yeah. Because again, yeah, ton even of with, subjects. Even with Nats, that would have been a cool theme was Desert Storm and have yeah. Desert Storm sheets and because you could do tanks and aircraft and figures and everything. So Frill talked earlier about the Fairfax show and how they do their posters. Whoever they have doing their posters is a talent in themselves because. They do. They look like movie posters. Yep. And have you seen the one for this one? Yeah. You know, with that, that course there. Yeah. It's really cool. I'd like to, yeah. like, it's an idea for them. They should print those things and, and sell them, uh, you know, in, in a movie uh, I'd, poster size. You I'd, know? I'd buy them. I'd put it yeah. in, my, in my man cave down here. My, Heck yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. because the one that they use for this one, there's a story behind it. Wasn't that that... Uh, it's Hudner, uh, Commander Hudner. Right, yeah, and he, um, Jesse Brown. Yep, and Jesse Brown. He came. He went. Was it? He went down, and saved Jesse Brown, and yep, yeah. He got the Medal of Honor. Jesse Brown died. Yeah, uh, he couldn't couldn't get him out. In fact, as the movie is coming out it here is. next year, and he was the uh, first black naval aviator too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Uh, here's another good one. Uh, do you build out of your comfort zone when it comes to shows, or do you try anything different specifically because there's a show coming in? Or, you know, what do you think? I, I don't. I would say no. You know, I I I think that I I build what I feel like building. Um, I just happen to have a uh, you know, like I wanted to do a T fifty five, so I was able to enter an armor piece, or you know, Tamiya sent us sent me the um the martyr one so i was like yeah. yep, i'll build that one kind of thing so but um I, th- I think probably the thing i look for the most that i haven't tried yet figures i see some of the figures and i'm just like man i would love to yeah. try and then i'm like there ain't no freaking way i can paint eyeballs like that you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah man one They're of the gonna- figures that i always thought was pretty cool was that Verlinden Productions one of the B seventeen waste gunner? Yeah, man. Where yeah, Hag gave you the cool. side of the, the fuselage yep. and it was the inside and he was yeah, I thought that was kinda cool. I had that figure and I, I gave it to my brother. Oh I don't know if he ever built it. Because he you know, we all built as kids and he used to do the one thirty five figures, uh whereas, you know, I was all airplanes. Um so when I got my dad's collection, uh, you know, that, that was in the, in the stash. And I was like, oh, I'll probably never do this thing. Let me mail it off to Frank. Cause he's, he does, he, he did figures. Maybe he'll, you know, Hey, while well, he's sitting around doing nothing, he'd build this thing. Um, who knows? Maybe he has. Yeah. I've got some, I've got some pretty cool Verlinden, a couple of them, Verlinden, uh, figures 
the the big ones, like the one sixteen one sixteen scale, I think. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Know, man, yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple of big ones that, I, but I just don't feel like I could do it justice, and um, so I, I haven't I haven't started it. So, but yeah, so I think some of the figures that I've seen, I'm just like blown away at um at just like the uniforms and how well they're painted and and all that good yeah. stuff. So. Well, it was like that Gundam that I built for the Musaru Cup. You know, I'd never built anything like that before a day in my life. And, uh, and yeah, like I won't do another one, but yeah, it was cool. I built one and I won't build another one. And, you know, I just, I think, uh, I think we should all try figure at least once, man. Yeah. Don't say the word group build again. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't, I didn't say that. Scott said it earlier with a different. That'd be that would be kind of cool though. Just do just do like a, a one thirty uh, fifth scale, you know, figure, and just you know, like do like a weekend thing or something. I don't. I yeah, don't man. Know. All right. Here's another. Here's another one that I thought of too. Is uh, do you enter into your own show? What's the uh, etiquette there? I uh, saw that. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts there, man? So Ugh. I think. Why do you and I talked it like at first I was a, we did. Yeah. I, I no, I was like, I am not going to enter in my own show because I'm just not like, I just don't feel, I, I want, so still I just, I just didn't feel right. And then I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Tim or somebody was like, why not? I think, I think it was Vince actually. Vince was, was like, you know, no, why do, do the Fairfax guys enter into their show? Do the, like, cause yeah. our, our thing was like, we don't want our first show out of the box. And if you yeah. happen to win, you don't want to look like there's home cooking going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know that yeah. that's like a bad perception. Yeah. Um. You yeah. know, but then when when Vince said that though, I was like, oh, geez, you know, he's kind of right there. Well. You know, these other guys <laughs> enter into the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. and then you, I, you know, Pensacola was the only other club I was involved with that we did a, an annual show and. We all entered into it. Yeah. We didn't. I didn't give a thought to it one way or the other. I, I think. Um, I think Whitey. What? What? Because you and I. I don't know. It just seems like we're seeing total, total eye to eye on this from the from years ago, and it's it's the perception and it's the optics of I. We don't want it to appear like we're trying to home cook or we're trying to get awards yeah. or something. It, it's literally just hey, we we're trying to be respectful of the other modelers. And, and, um, you know, think about, well, we just, uh, we don't want to appear like we're like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to enter on our own show and I hope we win awards. No, it's not <laughs> like that at all, man. But I, I probably will enter stuff and not, I'm not going to enter like 20, but I'll, no, probably, I'll no. but I'll enter yeah. one or two, maybe, you know, maybe just one, but yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm I'll keep it. I'll keep it minimal myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, one thing I do have in mind is for our show is definitely a, a large club display table. Yeah, display only. I oh, mean. I'm sure yeah, Tim yeah. will have that on lockdown. That'd be one of the things. I think he's already mentioned that too. That there was going to be a a club display table. Yeah, man. Hey, what was the best show you've ever been to? Man, that's a that's a, the, <laughs> I'd say the the best show was probably. Um, I would probably have to say the last Nats. Yep. Either the that was probably the best show because that was the first big show where we were all there as the model geeks and to be able to interact with people and interview folks and it was just it was it was awesome. I I think that was the one that I enjoyed the the most. I really did. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was, and it was my first Nats, right? So, yeah, my first time experiencing that and got to meet some really, really, really cool people, uh, make some really great friends. Uh, you know, we talked about the breakfast earlier and how we all get along with the other uh, podcast. And then, you know, it, yeah, that was just, that was priceless, man. Yeah. That, that, that first, that first one was awesome. Yeah. I wish I wouldn't have screwed up my my return dates because I would like to been there for the end, but it was uh it was good stuff, man. You don't just get a below in head work; you get a down for that. That one. was a big down. That's a that down. One, well, that was a total <laughs> noob mistake, right? I was, so <laughs> yeah. won't make that mistake again. What the show ends on Saturday? Yeah, night. <laughs> yeah, Bill, how about you, man? Um, I'm kind of like with what Whitey put down here, that model Fiesta that we went to in San Antonio. Yeah, man. Because it was, it was kind of cool because I was going on vacation just to go to a model show, you know, and it was like, all right, this is awesome. And we went down there and that, you know, and I was kind of worried like, oh man, things are going to get all beat up. And, but even for like when we left here, we flew out of what it was BCA, B- right? I think we flew out of BWI. I know. Yeah, it was BWI. Yeah. And going through there we're getting there people were like oh what's what's that you know and it, they stopped and talked to us and you know asked us what they were and then even the tsa guys were cool and i know those guys get a bad rap a lot of times but the guy that was their main mail detector he was a like a model builder maybe back in his younger days and when he saw what they were he was like oh hey give it to me and he like grabbed it and while you went through the mail detector he walked through the other side yep i remember that a, yep and he's like, that way you don't go down the, the little roller wheels. So that was kind of cool. And, the, and then said, here's my glove. We're going to do a bomb check and a uh, bend over frill. <laughs> and they were, they were awesome. I have to admit that was a, that was a fantastic show. Cause it was not only were we just like hanging out, drinking beer, eating Whataburger and going to model shows and stuff. It's just shopping in Gabe's garage. Yeah, man. It was, it, it was, that was good times. It was really good. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Probably my that, first first Nats was up there too. You know that's pretty good. That was my answer. Same same as uh, the Model Fiesta San Antonio for all those things. Yeah. It was uh, the whole bunch of us together, uh, minus Darren. Uh, he was he wasn't there unfortunately. Next one, Nats. yeah, next one, next oh, one, or next oh, uh, next year. Yeah, Nats in be, San Marcos. It'll be it'll be nuts, man. Mm. Yeah, and again. Show aside, just hanging out with everyone in uh, in Gabe's garage, yeah. Yeah. Uh, late night drinking beer. Um, you know that that was good times, man. Yeah, thanks to Gabe's wife for putting up with all of us. Because oh, I know she was I, a saint. If I would have gone to Kristen and said, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna have four guys come over," <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, what? Amy's awesome, man. She's she's cool." And, and well, that that was yeah. what was great about you know we're out in the garage. It was you know perfect weather. It was yeah, it was awesome, man. Yeah. You know? So we didn't wreck the house or anything. Caliche like roads. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hitting up the, uh, the the Pacific War Museum and the home of uh, Nimitz. That was awesome too. Yeah, that was that, a Frederick's yeah, 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 that was cool. All, all the shots we get up. Five guys yeah. in one rent a car. <laughs> yep. Pack it in, man. Yeah, I, that road. When we were on that Caliche road out in the middle of nowhere. I was that's and that's the road that the GPS was telling us to go. I was like, I don't know about this, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That yeah, was fun. We got <laughs> I think when we do Nats again uh, next year, of course, I'm really looking forward to this Nats. Yeah, I'm looking forward to any show we're going to. But yeah, those big shows where it's just like 
you're there for like a week and it's just model and it's just uh priceless you know it's too it's the it's the people you meet because i think it was it was the 2008 nats whitey when you and i were there and we were at the uh the awards banquet and we sat next to uh george pappas and uh a- Arius Pappas and Bill, Pappas, yeah, and and Bill, and those yeah. guys were a blast, man. <laughs> they were well, and then they're up. We didn't even realize who they yeah. were. And then they're, they're up there emceeing the whole shebang, and we're like, "Wait, yeah. that's those, you know?" Uh, yeah, that was a good time. Hang, hang with those dudes, eating dinner with them, and everything. Um, all right, man. Well, good talk, guys. Uh, again, it it it's happening this Saturday. Off to a show, bright and early. Be ready. <laughs> Pack yeah, your man. shit now. Fill out your forms know. now because there ain't none of this. Oh, I still gotta do my uh, forms on Saturday me. morning. I, I, I'm I already do done, my, dude. My shit's already packed. Forms. forms filled out. I'm ready to go. I know. I'm like the pilot of the group. I'm always getting shit on because I'm late. You guys are always late. waiting. You're always waiting yep. on me. But the paperwork's not done. Not on a model show. I'm <laughs> I'm always ready. I am ready. <laughs> All right, man. Good times. D Rand, you ready? I'm ready, man. All right, good. My wife's ready, too. She was cool about it. She's like, wait, you were just at a show down in Virginia. There's another one in Virginia? And I was like, this is a whole different thing. I saw that. I've got to go on Facebook to see when you're leaving town. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, God bless her. That was cool. I told her she's got to come to a show, man. Yeah. I can get her net to one, too. She'll probably come to the uh, San Marcos Nats. Oh, she uh, will absolutely she, come to San Marcos Nats. Come check out uh, what's that? Uh, Austin. You know, she wants yeah. to go back there again. She li- likes that place. Also, one of the largest um, outlet malls in the world is there in San Marcos. Oh my God! They got a yeah. hobby store in there. They don't, but so they I'm have. But going. but Lionheart. But Lionheart's <laughs> only. Oh yep. Ten minutes away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There be you good. go. We can even make a trip. I know Alice and I will probably spend one day. We'll go to, up to Austin just to hang out. But it'll be good times, man. It'll be fun. All, All right. <clears throat> cool. Anything else about shows? Go to one, man. Just pick right. one and go, you know? A few listeners out there, yep. we'll see you at the next one, man. Come say hi. You bet. Shoot the breeze. Uh, if we're out there at Nats, let's all go get a beer, man. Yep. Or bring <laughs> us or bring us a beer. <laughs> Hey, that works too. (laughs) All right, that's another episode down in the books, guys. Episode 32 in the bag. Hope you all enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed sitting here discussing the hobby. And we want to thank you for making us part of that that valuable bench time that we all uh, look forward to. I hope you can join us for our next podcast. Uh, For now, be excellent to each other and get to the bench and build something. Out from the geeks. Take care, everyone. Hey, later. See ya. Good night, everybody. Good to be back.